another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Canada's Drag Race is back, and they are not sorry about it. Slammed right in the middle of Drag Race UK, the Queens of the North are stomping the runway with a new judges panel in the same horrid workroom. But do these queens have the same je ne sais quoi as season one? You're about to find out as we break down the premiere of Canada's Drag Race 2. And joining me in the club is someone who's left their fair share of crap in Kocheck, Scout's Honor. I have never left anything in Kocheck because Tony works there and she reminds me to get it. That's fair. That's fair. I'm sure she doesn't work um, in code check anymore. She's like graduated. She has a big girl job now. Oh yeah. I I mean, I was going to say, I'm sure like she's found things and made a look out of it, which is in fact, something she has done before. Um, I, I'm sure it's happened. I feel like, I feel Wasn't like that pride. Seen... Didn't that happen at pride? Oh, that was, yes, that was the lost. That was the code check <laughs> lost and found. You're right. I forgot about that. Look um, at that. I've definitely seen um, I've definitely seen people take um, coats and things off at coat check and hand them over to Tony and and like both of us know that like we wish we lived in a world where it was just acceptable for us as drag queens to just like give it the old eminent domain and claim it as our own but yeah can't do that no I mean you can always get them super drunk so they'll forget and then it's yours but that's just because rich people have lawyers. That's true. That is true. Well, Drag Race Canada 2, it's here. 2021. What, is this the 19th season of Drag Race this year? What, what's going is on? It, is it 2021? Is I it, don't even know anymore. I, I, I'm lost, but more Drag Race. Um, new <clears throat> judges panel. Same workroom. And 12 Canadians. Excuse me, this is not the same workroom. They have a brand new lighting system in that room <laughs> you're right you're right it looks better but that the, their wall is just really crappy they, they got the low budget walls oh they have um um so i watched uh this netflix special on how the movie aliens was made and they were talking about like low budget sci-fi stuff and they showed on like one of james cameron's like early 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 movies they used like takeout containers to build a wall of a spacecraft and then I watched this episode and I was like, did they take out containers for the wall of Canada's drag race? It's possible. It is very, very possible. Well, overall, how did you feel about this first episode? Um, I thought it was very, it's a good, it was a good introduction to the people. I think um, yeah. if anything, um, and this is to no fault of the girls who are on this season, but I think this one almost like more than other season premieres felt like more formulaic. And I think specifically just because I'm like a design challenge where there's like someone they want to be in the bottom, but they don't put them in the bottom. And then there's a knee injury. And I was kind of like, I've heard all these storylines before. Can we like, yeah, we can't break a different part of their bodies. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it felt like a very early season of Drag Race. Everything about it was early drag. Um, and yeah, you're right. I, th- I feel like it's going to take another episode or two for it to really get going. Because um, it was interesting. There, there, there were a few new surprises this time around. Well, Brooklyn got to walk the runway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we they had a blubbering. So we had a blubbering uh, beluga whale in the back after uh, they were saved. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Oh, good TV. Good TV. That's good TV. Well, we're, it's going to take a time to get there. We got a lot to talk about, so let's dive in. The workroom lights come on. We don't even get an introduction. It is time for our first queen. Never I a bad angle. Yeah, never a bad angle like, because I'm stunning. They didn't even... They didn't even do like a little Brooklyn voiceover. They didn't Nothing. give it the RuPaul anything. They just said, put the lights, all right, bitch, walk in. Yep. <laughs> it's geometric, and she is all the stars in the universe, baby. She is 29 years old from Vancouver. Remember that because there are a lot of bitches from Vancouver because apparently there's only like four cities in Canada. Um, we see confessional and what a typical twink, pretty and unbothered. Um, I loved her entrance look that orange like i mean same fabric as the vivian's entrance look um just different color orange instead of red um and this is a gown or coat instead of a you know short piece but i love this fabric love it the look is by evan clayton hair by edward scissorhands nails by black cherry nails um I think based on the description she gave, she is this look is exactly who she is. She is very uh, polished, high fashion, intergalactic, sexy, space alien slut. Um, definitely fit that. I have a question, and this is not like at all shade on Gia. I want to know if those little tiny, if those little, little buns that she had were supposed to look that messy or if they fell out in shipment and she herself had to say, this is what I want it to look like. So they're going up that way and this is the way they're going to be. Because they were kind of like flopping all around, and I felt a little bad for her. But I was like, I can't imagine a wig like that. Like it's got to be a bitch to transport. I I agree. I th- because I know Edward Scissorhands' <laughs> work, and it's they're usually incredible. So I think it may have been a transportation issue. Um, but yeah, I think the blonde space buns were fitting for her. But Thank yes, you. those browns, those brows are black because she is one of those bitches who uses her own brows. Fuck you, geometric. I should start doing um, that. Yeah, go for it. You should try it. I've but, been using the middle bit of my brow, but yeah. that's because I'm lazy. Yeah, that's true. But I'm going to say it. If you don't see Gigi good in geometric, then you're blind. If you don't hear Laganja Stranja in geometric, then you're deaf. That's... <laughs> it's exactly like what Gigi. it is. She doesn't look like Gigi. Um, but I think you liked it. I liked it. I think this is this look is a yeah. toot. It's a good good introduction. Good introduction yeah. to like give people like a monochromatic like they're like oh the girl in the orange oh yeah. I remember her very smart audience sixty six percent two thirty four percent boot I know a little shading all right so, bitch you better bring it to the floor because I will always give you what amor she is Kamora Amor and she is the carnival drag queen the deep throat Sean Truce and the Guyanese enchantress. Um, she is everything and more, and, and she is going to give you a fine ass time. Her look is by Lulu Creation, jewels by LAG Concepts, hair by Kennedy St. James. She's a carnival queen, that's what she's going to bring you. 
What a pageant name, Kennedy St. James. I know, right? <laughs> um, I think the brown and black were a good, strong color combo. Not what very, you typically like, think out of Carnival, but very fun. Oh, yeah. Very, like, I, she's a, like, I mean, like, yes, I get Carnival because you're wearing big feathers. Yeah. I did not get Carnival from your black and gold Grey Gatsby Art Deco bodysuit. No, correct. Um, but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> but... blinged out. Um, I love the mohawk. Very cunt. Very cunt move for the mm-hmm. hair. It was like she is. Yeah, go ahead. With those with those wings that she had up off her shoulders, keeping the hair so like sleek was like gave her a really good silhouette yeah. when she walked in. And she is going to serve you face. I expect nothing less out of her. I thought this was a really good um, entrance look. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a two for me. That's a two for me. 92% two from the audience, 8% boot. So they liked it. Um, so Gia and Kimura meet, and Gia just loves her energy. Are we going to get tired of Gia by the end of the season? Some people will. I probably won't, but that's because I'm a loud bitch. Yeah, that's true. That, that is very true. Um, we're not getting a lot of dialogue between the queens. We're really just pushing through. They um, cranked those girls into the workroom. They did. Uh, because let's have a Suzuki, motherfucker. Uh, yes, she just did make a pun out of let's have a Kiki. Thank you. Uh, it's 26-year-old Pythia from Montreal. Pythia, not Pythia. Pythia. Exactly. She made sure to correct um, everybody right right out the gates. What a confessional look. Um, Pythia does not care what they wear. I can't remember what's the confessional look. It was the beret and the glasses and just very <laughs> vibrant and colorful. I love it. Uh, so they named themselves Pythia after the Oracle of Apollo. Um, she was a very powerful Greek figure. It pays homage to their Greek roots and to ancestral femininity. They have a background in theater, so they do all of their own costumes, props, and such. So this look is by Pythia. Um, it is definitely Shira. I love this Greek warrior look in pink. It's so unique. This is how you make a statement when you walk in the workroom. I, I love it. I do. However... My only two comments on this are like one, they clearly did not like give them the like intro, like the like step by step of like you walk in, you turn, you walk into the workroom, and then you give their line. She gave her line around the corner. She yeah. was like, she took her first step as she was like, Tzatziki bitches, like then turned. And I was like, oh, she already said her line. Yeah. Um, and the second one is something about drag queens and helmets that just I don't know what it is, but I laugh every time. It's just do like you such have a, a crazy. I don't have a helmet yet. I do have. Um, I do have a. Um, I have literally have it right here. Um, but I have this giant marching band hat that I want to like rhinestone at one point. Yes, do it. I love it. I'm this here is for a really it. Really old Syracuse thing. I probably have to take the logo off. So I think the shape she uses on her face remind me very much of Crystal Method. Just pointing it out. Yes. Yes. Very, very similar shapes. Um, I thought this look was very well put together monochromatically. I might have gone for a little more bit of a styled wig, but this worked for what it was. And she got a little flow out of it. I, so at this point, I, I started to question, were they told to wear monochromatic entrance looks? I don't think so. I think it just happened. I mean, they clearly weren't because other people had like, very right. like you know, whatever. But the three of them walked in and I thought like, were they are they trying to set them up for some sort of like photo shoot of like 
you know, yeah. like we're gonna like you're all gonna come in in one color and then like we're gonna turn it into a photo shoot or something. Like I genuinely started getting like when they get prompts for this. I'm not yeah. gonna realize that was wrong. Um there were also a lot of textures that really bring the look to life. I love the poof of the sleeves, it smooths the corset. Um and those the perk of the nipples. Show. Yeah, the, the nips are showing, they're right there. Um, I thought this was uh two. I like this look. I like it too. Audience, 69% to 31% boot. Not in love with it, but so we learned that Gia knows Pythia, as she says, and loves her so much. And this is when uh, we get the confessional about how to pronounce her name because Gia got it wrong. Um, Pythia. Um, giving very like, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I love it. Love it. All right. Next up, the earth may be flat, but Canada has curves. What? 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 Okay, but they don't believe the earth is flat, so why say that line? Just to say you have curves? It's Eve 6000. I think it's hilarious. A drag queen walks into the workroom and says the earth is flat. No. Oh my God. Um, okay, let's, before we dive into the look, can we talk about their confessional look? Tie dye, bags under the eyes. What did production do to Eve? Did they torment them? I, man, maybe they filmed it after she was crying. It's so possible. Maybe they said, oh. all right, we're done filming for the day. Y'all get to take the drag off and talk about it. <laughs> like hd was not kind to eve 6000 um it very similar um you know who the last person that i like very specifically was like production probably could have been a little nicer to them was jan in season 12 every time her eyebrows were in a different place yeah yeah i was like man they could have <laughs> just like shown her a picture and been like here's where you put your brows last time sweetie <laughs> Yeah, so they are from Toronto, and the other queens should be very afraid of Eve. Why? They are going to slay the acting challenge. They can sing. They are amazing at songwriting, and they are bringing the best looks to the competition. Oop. What? Really? She had to make that look. Yeah, by Lucinda Mew, hair by wig zaddy. Um, That wig is thirsty. Jimbo would not approve. Um. The Michelle Visage streak. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am a bit confused by the look, to be frank. I don't know why the colors are paired together. Then she has two different colors of eyeshadow. For me, the look kind of looked amateur and not a great first impression. So she posted on Instagram and she said that it was about how she wanted to like bring her lighter side, like her lighter, mm-hmm. more feminine side and like her more like, fashion like high whatever like high just very like you know shape whatever all that on the other side and kind of it's so like was very specifically meant to be like purple like soft lavender gown on one side and then like black and green glare jacket on the other side once she explained it I was like I totally I, I can see where you were going for and I see like how you could say that to a designer and that's what they would make but I still There's have to be black. like why is there purple and black and green yeah. and all this yeah. Um, now you are an Eve stan. You are you, you are followed by my, Eve. She's my Twitter mutual and my Instagram mutual. We are. She's. We've got. We've we've completed both of the both of the moots. So there it um, is. Um, this look though, I'll give it a boot. Sorry. 
it's like it's it's a two for me i think it is cute it is a look that i would like to like if I, someone was wearing it i'd be like oh that's kind of cool like tell me about it whatever yeah but i think once she once she, i was just taking it for what it was once she explained it sure. i was like you didn't really get there <laughs> yeah um audience 39 percent to 61 percent boot so Gia, who is the social butterfly of the show, knows Eve from a long, long time ago. And apparently Gia unfollowed Eve on Instagram. So she's a bit mad about it. What a great oh, way to say hello. I would do that exact thing. Walking in the workroom, I saw I know someone, you would. I would I walk in and be like, oh my God, I miss you. Oh my God, I love you. I've never met you. You unfollow me. Yeah. And then yeah. keep moving on. Uh, um I'm very excited because we you obviously know we're going to get the backstory of Eve and Gia because something must have happened. Also, with regards to Eve, I've, I'll say I, there's always like one or two people per season. I love a bitch that knows they're on TV. Yeah, absolutely. I love a bitch who walks in and says, make moments. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gia calls her a bitch and Eve confirms that she's a little bit confrontational and argumentative. So yeah, let let's when do even <laughs> Gia get into it? I can't wait for it. I'm here for it. Something about the idea of like walking into the workroom and having someone be like, "She's a bitch," and have the person be like, "I am." <laughs> yeah, like she must have seen this the rumored uh, cast list, so she probably was ready to say this to um, Gia's mm. face, no matter what. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay. Did somebody order combo number five? Suki serves sizzling hot. It's Suki doll from Montreal, and I'm gonna need her to tone it down in confessionals because she is a lot. We are trying way too hard here. Um, this is so this is like the opposite, right? Of like of like Eve is like very much. I'm like, oh, she knows she's on TV yeah. and she's like giving it, giving it. Miss Suki is probably holding back. Yeah, she's probably at eighty percent. Yeah, <laughs> um, she's. Oh, she is up and she is moving and she is waving in her chair. And I was like, production probably had to screw the four legs of her chair down to the ground for her and for her confessionals. She says she is different, innovative, and she is all about the details. And this look, uh, Terrence Zhao, hair by Stéphane Scotto de Césaire, nails by Maya. Uh, Wow, this was something special. Um, I love, again, monochromatic red that she brought into everything, including her hands. The focal mm. point normally should be that dress and train, but that wig with the snakes is sensational. It was, it's, it was immediately clear to me once she turned the corner. I was like, she's gonna have a point of view, yeah, for every single look she turns. Absolutely. Like she's going to be like in a frame of mind. She's gonna like very much be like, this is what I'm going for, and this is where I'm at. Um, yeah. it was. I really like that look and the way Here's it moved. Me. Yeah, she has an incredible beat. Um, I think the only boring part of the look are the heels. They were just very basic. Was it just like a booty? It was, was just like, a black heel. Just, yeah, yeah. A black heel. I think it was black. It may, may have no. been red, but whatever it was, it was just like a re- regular, very basic strap. <laughs> I like how that was like the most emotion that anything you said is like elicited for me. It was like you, you said that she might have right. been wearing a black heel. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, I give this look a toot. One of the best. It is a black heel. Yeah, oh. I thought it was black. Yeah. It's a tube. Um, tube it's for a tube. me. It's, it's yeah. a tube, by all means. 92% toot, 8% boot from the audience. So Pythia says that Suki Doll is one of their sisters, and she will be very tough competition. So 
We love this connection in Montreal. All right. Are you ready for this, Poppy? Hello. Her name is Adriana, and she is the first Colombian queen on Drag Race. She is 29 years old from Quebec. So many 29-year-olds this season, apparently. Um, Got to get them before they turn 30 and they become old. Does that mean... Wait, hold up, hold up. I mean, I should... I mean, I'm going to be 29 when the season after the next season of Drag Race is filmed, so... You got to get on it, dude. Hurry up, hurry up. Uh, I'm... Also love that she decided to be the first queen to not be able to walk into the workroom. So ridiculous. Um, she is fashion. She is look. She is your sexy Latina coochie coochie caliente. And yeah, she can't walk. Uh, look by Pascal Guibert. Hair by Drag by Sherelle. Jewels by Inchu Bijou. Um, yeah, no, there are elements I like about this look, but then there's the bottom. She literally cannot move. I saw that fabric. Um in, in, in a shape of that corset, and I thought I knew who the designer was. It's not Abraham Levy. But it sure does look like it. I was like, um, quite literally, Rigatoni said, was it worth it to be decked out and all of that, Abraham Levy, just to not be able to move? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think the, the corset armor we've seen before, it was the mermaid flare, which we haven't really, but it was so uninspiring. I think was, pairing the plastic with the velvet was a weird textural confusion. I'll say also, I think the like, the like titty rhinestoning on the like mesh fabric that wasn't quite her skin tone. No, not man. great. Yeah, it was a lot of work went into that, and I feel bad for him. Um, I think the hair is great and wonderful color for the overall palette, but here's what I'm going to say. Her beat will need to grow on me because she doesn't do a typical drag paint. She paints woman kind of like how Ella Vidae does it. And you can totally see a man underneath. Yeah. I think she also, it's probably one of those things too, where she's used to it covering up enough in nightclub lighting and is, right. has just walked into 5 billion lumens of, of mm -hmm. fresh Canadian energy just shooting at her face. Um, Listen, Poor Scarlet Harlot, four episodes in, still looks like Casper the Friendly Ghost with all that white. I thought, this is a, this is a hold on, this is an aside and I will keep it quick. I thought Scarlet Harlot walked out on the Spice Girls runway without makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, so this look, I don't know. I feel like it, it's well put together and conceptualized, not the great best ex execution, but we're going to remember it for all the wrong reasons being the mermaid tail. So I'm just for that going to give it a two. I'm not going to do that for her. I'm going to boot it. <laughs> All right. Audience agrees with you. 47% to 53% boot. Um, yeah. No, it takes her a long time to get over there. She's waddling, but she's so excited. I, it's, I think, I don't know. I also think the like maroon pairing against that like orangey purple was like, yeah. Oh, the palette was just kind of a little like, meh. yeah. Uh, me. Uninspiring. <laughs> All right. Is the Sky Train still running? Her name is Beth. She's happy, <laughs> glamorous, and socially anxious, and apparently not related to Boa at all. They got the short names to start with B. Exactly. Uh, the amount of people are like, oh my God, is that Boa? Oh my God, they look alike, both in confessional and um, in drag. I'm like, are you saying because they're both big girls? I will say, I think Boa was a little prettier. 
I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> Beth is big hair, big makeup, big tits, and a fat ass, and another Vancouver bitch. So this look is by SKDB Creative. Um, I think the yellow hair was a good contrast to the violet. It shows off the boldness. The coat and the top are well-styled. While simple, it was effective. Is it memorable? Probably not. At, but at least she wore something good on the show once. Poor thing. Poor thing. Poor thing. What did you think about this look? Um, I thought <laughs> this is probably me being way, way, way more critical than I need to be. Um, but she said she walked in the workroom and she was like, she was like, big this, big that, big hair. And I was like, that's big hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, it's got a base tease in it. It's got it's got the standard drag queen tease in it. Like, I almost kind of wish that like that yellow hair had blown up been blown up to like a cartoonish proportion of just like right. like the same shape but just like out and like up and just like I don't know I think it would have kind of like given a little bit more to the silhouette because the way that all of that like fabric being focused on her chest it just kind of like then kept her head very like I don't know just like looked like it was just like part of the coat almost yeah, it was very round. Color, Everything but... about it was round. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I will say, she seems like a fun time. <laughs> absolutely. I'll give this look a toot because I feel bad for her a little bit. I mean, I think it's a toot. I think it's a cute look. I, I think yeah. it is like, if someone showed up to this at a drag show, I'd be like, oh, girl, you look good tonight. <laughs> yeah. Audience, 40% toot, 60% boot. So as Eve is making her way to her mark, she hears a voice and she knows exactly who it belongs to. It's the Regina George, a.k.a. Geometric. Uh, deep down, she is intimidated by Gia, but she's happy to see a familiar face in the room. But just you wait, bitch. You're going to regret those words later. Um, I was laughing. I was like, if I like walked into the workroom and like heard like Desiree Dick's voice just like screeching in the corner, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I know that voice. Yeah. Did hell just freeze over because the Ice Queen has arrived? It's future fan favorite Isis Couture, and she's got the oldest knees in the competition. And that's relatable content for me because she and I are the same age. But also, girl, you sure don't have the oldest knees because they haven't arrived yet. No. <laughs> she ain't got the unluckiest um, knees, that's for sure. Yeah. So she doesn't have a signature style. She does have versatility in drag, not in the bedroom. So bottom, right? Not bad. <laughs> so she's been doing drag for 14 yeah. years. There is literally nothing she can't do or hasn't done as long as it is legal. The look is by Isis, and wow, this was a statement. It's so ugly, it's incredible. You're such a <laughs> like she has taken plaid, paired it with yellow, somehow made it structured gown with a hat and a shoulder piece that gives her more shape. It's bejeweled all over in all the right ways. She has a very sharp point and it like paint and it works well because it's her signature beat. And I guarantee you we're gonna have a lot of queens trying to emulate that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't tell for sure, but I think if you were to take that thing off of her shoulder, I don't think she's, I don't think she's cinched or corseted at all. I think Probably she walked not. in. I think she walked in for the day. She said, 
these little pads on my on my hips are going to be good enough for this shape. I am not going to hurt all day. And that's yeah, no, absolutely. I thought this was a really empowering look. I thought this was a statement because we really haven't seen anything like this in an entrance look. Yeah, 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 no, it's like very, it's an, I think particularly anytime I see something and I'm kind of like, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, I don't really have anything to compare this to. Yeah. I'm like, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a toot for me. It's a toot, um, although... I wanted them to, sh I wanted nothing more than to show them, to like, for them to show her taking that like cardboard, yeah. like cut off table, table, like topper over <laughs> up off of her head. Yeah. <laughs> Audience, 85% to 15% boob. She is the first Ottawa queen and who knew there was Dragon Ottawa? Isn't that the capital? That is the capital. Do you think, um, what's his name? Justin Trudeau has seen her? Maybe, maybe. So Adriana hears a laugh and she knows who it is. Hello, uglies. The ocean is rising and she is so salty. It's Bodega Store Latrice Royale, a.k.a. OCN yeah. Aqua Black. Uh, oh, my God. She walked in and I was like, oh, this is this a fun bitch. <laughs> oh my god what is that confessional she look she's wearing like was this she the is, crew members leftover hawaiian shirt what I, is that that is that is like a dad dropping their kid off for camp in the summer or like them showing up for the end of the week banquet they are excited to see their kid again they're like well my kid's gonna be a skit tonight that's what that outfit well i was like this is a dad <laughs> yeah it's oh. so terrible oh. um so she says whatever she wants, when she wants, and she doesn't apologize for it. Example here. She says her drag is a combination of Beyonce, Britney Spears, and Janet Jackson. What? She said a combination. Yeah. She didn't say it was any one of them, you know. That's fair. That's fair. So um, she's going to wobble while she's literally standing there. And this is just a precursor to what is about to happen, ain't it? <laughs> No designers listed on Instagram because she is actually the worst at Instagram. Somebody please help her. Um, so she went pink and it was a choice. I do love the coat. I think it's big and fluffy and fun. The hair pairs perfectly and it's very playful. Would it have been better if it was a little more structured? Yeah, but I have to assume this bitch cannot keep anything together and she shakes it apart anyway. But then the reveal to the cat suit. No, ma'am, that's a basic walk around look. <laughs> Put the coat back on. Also, those heels again, Mama. Come on, pink, pink, pink. Why are you going black? I, as someone, I mean, I pair a black shoe with everything, but that's just because I wind up only wearing black. So yeah, it works for you. <laughs> what did you think of OCN's entrance look? I thought, I thought that it would that she. She probably had to message two or three different designers off of the Facebook marketplace until one of them replied to her and would let her give her, them her address so that they could mail it to her um, off of their pile. Uh, I will also say that this is very much like, this is me watching Drag Race through the lens of like, I understand this is TV and whatnot. Yeah. You can tell, you can tell when a bitch talks in and she, she is like, it is 
it's just another gig for her and she is red. does not care what she looks like does not care what like she's just there to be there and like turn the party I was, she walked yeah. in and I was like this thing what are you wearing and then she started yeah. talking I was like she's a party <laughs> she sure is uh it's a boot for me I there's there's no redemption uh, here yeah I can't I, as much as I love her I can't I don't think I could audience 22 percent triangle like i know it was bad <laughs> audience 22 percent to 78 percent boot so i'm also OCN, just now yeah. noticing a little teeny 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 tiny bit of rhinestoning in her chest yeah area. yeah yeah so ocean goes over to the group where she tells adriana that her look is so great and what does adriana say her look is okay i mean she's not wrong but oh the latina has some words right Oh, you guess you like fried chicken? Because, bitch, she's serving. She is 24, and what is her claim to fame? She loves cilantro. Uh, it's Stephanie Prince. And Petty Cash will hate her because she hates cilantro. But why does she I say also that? don't like cilantro. It tastes like soap. You're wrong. Um, she says it's like the same thing as applying makeup. It livens up the dish, and she is the whole dish. Um, she can dance. She can rap. She's a fashion queen. Some people see her as a bitch. She could be kind, but she prefers being a bitch. So she's very much like you. I was just about to say, I identify with that. So this look, hair by wig karma, look by Stephanie. She is dressed as the fucking Jollibee mascot. How incredible is that? What if Ellie Diamond had walked in as Ronald McDonald? (laughs) That would have been amazing. Could you imagine? Uh, for those who don't know, Jollibee is a fil- Filipino fast food chain known for the chicken joy. Have you ever had Jollibee's before? I have not had Jollibee's Me, before. Neither have I. I have not. Um, all I know is that anytime I walk by it, like in the Times Square area where it is, um, all I see is like the the fried chicken and the, the pasta. And I'm like, how do those two go together? But it's Filipino, so there there's you go. One, but there's one in Times Square? Yeah, but right next to the Arby's by Port Authority. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this look was really good. I love the latex elements in it. The hair is styled right. The hat is perfect. I think the Yellowstone shoes tie it back to the stinger part. Um, this is very well done. And she's got, if she doesn't have it yet, she's got merch out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, this is, this is real, real good. Um, but <laughs> I didn't realize at first that, like, the bow tie itself was also latex. Yeah. And I thought it was just like a, like, a, like a ruffle or something coming out of the thing. And she like finally turned at one point and I was like, oh, it's a bow tie. But yeah. I was like so concerned. I was like, what is this black blob? <laughs> and, and then like she finally turned at the right angle. I was like, oh, I, think, you know, I just like missed, missed angle, but I was very much like, huh? Yeah, no, I thought this was a very good look. Good look, good start. It's a toot for me. It's a toot for me. The audience apparently did not get the reference. 68% toot, 32% boo. I don't know what the hell you're all smoking. But next up, gender is a construct. The only one that matters is Kendall. Say hello to the trade of the season. It is Kendall gender, not Jenner. She's not a 5'11 supermodel. She is a six foot tall supermodel, baby. Um, Kendall Jenner's signature look is all about body boobs, corset, big pads, and hourglass shape. She's so hot, right? She's stupid hot. There's like so sexy on Drag Race 
yet to be on Drag Race. Uh, there are a number of drag performers in Vancouver that are. Are you talking about Rogue? I'm talking about I'm talking about many people. Rogue comes to mind first, very clearly. Um, but I don't know what is in the water up there. But maybe yeah. I should move to Vancouver. So the look is by Evan Clayton, hair by Emiando Hair, jewels by Corey Yanick. Um, I love the brown color. I love the box braids. Love the confidence. I hate those silly white pearls because it cheapens the look. I hate them so much. Um, I understood why they were there. Like, I get, like, the idea of, like, adding that texture. But I agree with you. They were kind of, like... I I also do not care for how the Leo is cut on the bottom because that piece going through the legs looks so awkward. Like, why is it not cut like a bikini bottom? I don't understand why it was like, why the leg part, why the leg wraparound had to be like yeah. puffed. Yeah, it didn't it make was like, sense. Like, I was like, I feel like that was more work. Like, yeah, it was just like, that was, it seems like a lot of work to make that, that cut of the leotard. And it just was I like agree. a weird payoff. Um, I think she is serving a fine look, but I feel like she also knows that there could be a potential mini challenge to the day. So she's like, I'm going to give you some kind of basic and I'm not going to just get it destroyed. I understand that idea. Like, if I was planning an entrance look, like, I fucking, I understand it has never been as crazy since, but, like, they have made girls go underwater in their entrance looks. Like, Mm -hmm. you cannot walk in and think, like, I'm gonna be fine. Like, sure, nine times out of ten, you probably will be, but then that tenth time, you're Denali walking into the workroom on ice skates, (laughs) and you have a lip sync to Pussycat Dolls against Wallari in your damn ice skates. Yep. It's true. Um, this look is a very, very, very safe toot. I think it's a toot. I think it's a smart choice for like an entrance look. I was like, I'm going to look good in this. The girls are not going to know who I am. Yeah. Um, audience right in the middle, 50% toot, 50% boot. Another monochromatic entrance look. I might add. So Kendall and Gia immediately embrace because they are <clears throat> sissies. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That was so last year. They're sisters. Um, Sis- we learn that they have worked together for over seven years. They are best friends and it's like her security blanket. But wait, the gag of the season is here or rather the gag for Kendall and Gia is here. It Get ready to synthesize. It is Cynthia Kiss. She is another 29 year old and she is so excited for jury duty. It's her civic duty. I think she is my crush for the season. Maybe it's because she's blonde, but I don't know. Um, she is not just a pretty face. She is fierce, funny, and fashionable. She may seem like a dry bitch, but at the end of the day, she's just a cuddly guy. And I say, get over here and prove it. Gag. True. Look Pretty is by Cynthia. Face. Hair by Made by Malmas. Um, I feel like this is what a young Katya would, might wear at some point. It was very like Cosmo and Wanda meets like Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, like it was like the green magenta black. It worked. Catsuit, but it's elevated, crafted well. I love it's not this. Black, is it? It's denim. Is it denim? Oh, it's denim. Look black. Look, okay, maybe you're right. You're right. Um, I think the silver shoes tie into the lasso necklace, um, which she was a fun prop. I mean, if you have anxiety, just twirl that thing around for a while. Um, right. I love <laughs> that it's like not a, st- a typical styled bob. It's got a little bit of movement with the slightest of curls. And again, a good entrance look that you can work a mini challenge in. Very that. <clears throat> Coming in looking cute, ready to like move about if you need to. 
Um, I'll give it a two. That's two. Audience not really feeling it. 44%, 56% boot. Damn. So the screams are going to get louder. It's a moment for Gia and Kendall as they are reunited with their sis, Cynthia Kiss. What do you mean? So the three of them were the founding members of a Vancouver drag group, Brat Pack. Brat Will, Pack. Uh, apparently in 2018-ish, Cynthia quit drag, and this is her official return to it. So yeah, that's why they were goofed and gagged. But I'm sure this will be a storyline later on in the season. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I know. I also like very funny because I know of the Brat Pack, not because of any of these members, but because, because of, of Rogue. The people who have since taken over yeah. the like identity of the Brat Pack. As Stephanie puts it, the Brat Pack is like this little narcissistic group of queens who think they're all so pretty and so talented. As we know in Drag Race, clicks never work. Or do they? They kind of do work sometimes Rolaska talking made it to the end with yeah. one other bitch i mean none of them won but <laughs> yeah and what what happened to um candy muse and got mick and um well tina burner didn't make it so yeah they work tina burner made it kind of far kind of far they really so, caught yeah. her right before a funny challenge didn't they oh my they god sure did. i'm gonna think about that every time i say her name <laughs> the alarm blares it is time to begin the girls race over to receive a message from rue who looks so bored and tired of making these fucking videos i'm gonna say it right now didn't she wear this same outfit for holland did she film these all at once yes guaranteed she filmed all these at once this was like this was a like some pa was holding a stack of 40 cue cards and behind the camera and it was just one by one. All right, take one. Take two. Yeah. Take three. And she's like, what? What country is this one for again? She doesn't Literally, know. because I, I, I do think they filmed around the same time and it is the same exact look she wore. It's the same, what, the black turtleneck from Macy's yeah. and the vaguely teased blonde wig. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, well, a man growing a mullet posing as Brooklyn Heights walks in wearing a powder oh. pink suit I see you. I see that mullet barge. Um, she welcomes them to season two and already feels like a proud milf of 12. Not a milf of 12. I didn't know how did I miss that. <laughs> so before she can say more, there's a gay knock-knock at the door. It's new judge Brad, Brad Goreski wearing the most shiny Canadian tuxedo in her stream. Would you wear that? I can't remember what he looked like. It was a, it was a shiny denim uh, jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do the queens know of the judging change prior to this moment? I'm curious. I hope. I, I don't know. They all seem like, Do they like, walk in and be like, oh my God, we're going to get Stacey and Jeffrey. And then they're like, oh, you're not them. You're not Jeffrey. No. Well, to be fair, this was episode one. Stacey may still have been in the building. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Um, so Brad is excited to be joining the family, but he's not the only surprise. Here comes Amanda Bruegel. Praise be, kitty girl. Um, she tells them all to fuck off for looking so damn good. But let's chat about the grand prize, shall we? $100,000. Yay, money. They will well, also will be getting a sickening supply of beauty products from... <laughs> Shoppers Drug Mart. Now, when I heard this, I was like, is this like CVS or Dwayne Reed? And guess what? It is the Toronto version. I gagged. Where is the sponsorship? You're giving them literally drugstore cosmetics? 
Maybe they'll let them order from the catalog. What? Maybe is they'll give happening? them the wholesaler catalog. I don't know. It's been a pandemic. There's only so many people that have money. I was gagged. I was like, could you Miss- imagine if if RuPaul walked in and said, you're getting Dwayne Reed cosmetics? Not Dwayne Reed. <laughs> um I Right Aid. Is what wasn't it Anastasia last year? I think so. Did Miss Anastasia run out of money? Is she Maybe. hurting? She probably Anastasia, is. If you hear this, blink twice. <laughs> so yeah, where is the sponsorship? I mean, we are going to get sponsorship in a minute because uh, Neutrogena's got that uh, that wall of uh, makeup wipes. No, <laughs> the white wall. All right. It's mini challenge time. Like classic drag race, we have a photo shoot mini challenge to start off the season. We are welcomed to Dante's Dante's Inferno, aka a giant cube pit with a fire escape background. What a downgrade from last season. Where's the actual fire? Man, they were already dealing with they're already dealing with judging changes and and Jeffrey trying to kill the producers through the door and and man, they had, they said, we're going to do a lot going on. So for this mini challenge, they are going to be shot by famed celebrity photographer, Caitlin Cronenberg. They're getting are shot? You, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with her? Because I am not. She shot the one Drake cover, right? Yeah. She I apparently has shot cover. everyone, including Billie Eilish, Robert Pattinson, and Drake's View album cover. Um. Yeah, so basically they're going to jump from a ledge into a pit while attempting to snatch a crown that is a tennis ball. Oh, I forgot about the tennis ball. Yeah. They couldn't even hang a Party City crown? (laughs) Nope, apparently not. So they will need to be on point, to which Brooklyn says she always is, to which Brad says dance jokes get ready for 175,000 more this season. (laughs) Thank you, Brad. All right, let's go through each queen um, because some of them had moments, some of them did not, but we have to talk about it because there was one big moment. Uh, first off, Gia takes off that coat and the metallic undergarment should have remained unseen. That was terrible. I don't even remember it. You, you saw her fucking body, but we'll, we'll see her body later on too. Um, uh, I thought she did pull off a great photo. I just wish her wrist wasn't serving gay limp wrist. I mean... Yeah. There's only there's some some things that are always a tell, you know. Yeah, uh, Suki doll has so much of a train, and it gives good photo in motion. Oh, Eve six thousand literally just jumps in, and then she gets stuck in the pit. They li- literally need a crew member to hook her out. How embarrassing! That's funny. Very funny. I would I would act like I needed a crew member to pull me out, even if I didn't. I'd be like, oh, Actually. these foam blocks. Oh, I can't get have out. You ever, have you ever played in a foam pit before? No, that sounds disgusting. So Kamara um, has feathers. Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to know if any of those foam blocks have full prints of any of those girls' faces. Like, <laughs> did any of them hit a block and just, bam, transfer? It's possible. It is possible. I would have Kimura been has... through the foam blocks for the face. <laughs> Kamora has feathers, so that's an unfair advantage, but she clucked as she jumped. Um, <laughs> choices. Pythia prays in Greek and actually serves. She did very well. 
Stephanie is asked to give her fiercest face and that won't be too hard because she just doesn't smile and photo is that proof. Cynthia is up next and she's a dancer because that foot was on point. Beth actually gives a great picture even if she didn't get much height out of it. Um, she was just trying to live her Beth life. Just um, the picture. Yeah, yeah. So good. Kendall just flips that hair in the air and forgets that she's supposed to reach for the fucking crown. Adriana. It takes a lot of brain cells to remember you have to look pretty. That's true. Adriana removes the mermaid tail because she would not have been able to move and just scowls. They should have told her to leave it on. Oh, I know, right? Leave it on just for the entertainment value. She would have, she would have like, um, like, Flat fell in would have been a. That's how we would have gotten the face on the block. Yeah, and then uh, Ocean doesn't want to jump into this ocean. We see her face in the photo, and it's comical. But then in the pits, Ocean hears a cracking in her knee. Okay, real talk. Do we need to have a knee discussion? Do we need to have like a screening for durability of knees prior to casting? Is there no one? out there being like can we reset the foam after every shoot like knees tend to be uh vulnerable on this show i could not believe this happened i was, I was literally like, like wait which which what country is this right like, you don't look you don't look this? like victoria um Amen. yeah well we're back in the workroom and it's time to do drag and see what's underneath um, yeah, Eve notices a lot of cute guys in the room, and then yeah, we just talked about it. But that standard Neutrogena, come on, good sponsorship. Hey, I thought it was funny. They were all walking over, grabbing one by one, like a wipe by wipe. I was like, right, my how bitch ass would be grabbing the pack. How many wipes does it take you to uh, remove your face? Uh, that depends on how many wipes are left in the pack. Uh, I can do it in probably two. However, I yeah, well, I like to use four. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So. Eve, is that you? Her face is off, and as Pythia says, she went from some beautiful rich aunt to someone's old uncle. Eve is getting shit on this episode. Damn, they said we're not gonna send you home, but we ain't gonna give you we ain't gonna give you an easy ride. Nope. So the judges return to announce who won the mini challenge, and it is Suki Doll. Do you agree? I personally would have gone with Gia or Cynthia, but eh. I, I think at the end of the day, what did it for me for Suki's was that that red dress against the background looked very, very, it was like the right tone of red with their yeah. fire and everything. And I think for Gia, it was because it was orange that it almost like blended in a little more and whatnot. I think that's why I was like, I do like Suki's more. Suki will receive a stunning shoe collection and $2,500 cash from House of Hyla. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will have to salvage whatever they can from the coat check closets that are filled with left-behind items and clothes using the Fabricland wall. They have to create a hot check couture that screams premier party eleganza. That was a lot. There was a lot of elements into this. What were they actually supposed to do? Please tell me. Oh, so at the end, when I mean, we'll get to it, but when they were giving Gia her critiques... I literally said, I don't remember like couture being part of the assignment. I yeah, don't remember like, I don't remember like red carpet eleganza, like 
I don't remember that being part of the assignment. So when she walked out, I was like, I guess this looks cute. Yeah, okay. And then they were like, you didn't do the assignment. And I was like, didn't she? She used the materials. <laughs> right. So like, it, it, there was just, it was very layered and it oh. got a little confusing. For literally, just to describe, take this shit yeah. and turn it into outfits. As the winner of the mini challenge, Suki Doll will get 30 second head start. Listen, Scarlet only got 15 seconds. I say that is unfair, but let's be real. What Scarlet created was so beautiful, so it doesn't really matter, right? Scarlet who? Scarlet Harlot. The blanket. The blanket dress. Blanket, 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 blanket. I thought you were talking about Bobo, and I was like, no. Scarlet Harlot. There's only one Scarlet in my heart. I love Scarlet. Oh, God forbid we God forbid I refer to the other Scarlet on the show we're talking about. That's true. That's true. It could be Scarlet <laughs> Adams. Scarlet Adams is hot and still doing yeah, um, but we yeah. also know that I'm not about to refer to her. Hey, wait <laughs> a minute. True. Are we are we at one Scarlet per franchise right now? Yes, we are. Except for Holland. Holland doesn't have Scarlet yet. Yeah. Yep. So the judges say go, and Suki is still standing there. Girl, the word me- go means move your ass. She was like, who, me? Yeah. Um, once she like, gets I thought the it was going to be more grand. I thought you were going to yeah, bring in she... the trumpets to like play for my 30 seconds. And then once she gets there, she just stands there. I, oh, good. Classic stupid drag queen move. They just like immediately starts like planning their outfit in their head, not thinking about the fact that the, the it's hounds like, just are grab it all. Them. Like, bitch, grab literally everything you can see. Leave scraps for the other girls. Exactly. And then figure out what you're going to look like. Yeah, so the rest of the queens dash over, and it is it is zoo. Um, but let's discuss some of the things we saw in that um, coat closet. What the fuck? What? What, 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 what kind of place is this? It was, um... It was, it was um, the things that the blind people didn't want. Um. <laughs> there was such random crap in there. Um, Kamora sees three things that she loves. Napkins, feathered wings, and feather boa. Good luck. I can't wait to talk about your look in a little bit, bitch. That's the girl. Um, Beth is taking her sweet ass time, and there is literally nothing good left for her. Cynthia notes that Kendall has pulled out a lot of good things. Gia has a lot of color. And Isis is looking at her stuff, and she apparently has never seen a gimp mask before. I mean, I know you have. You own one. There's one in your closet, right? No, I got rid of it when I moved. Oh, who did you give it to? Tony? Um, that's classified. <laughs> Um, as much as Isis loves evening gowns, she is going to go edgier and play a risk, which we'll see how that pays off soon. Am I supposed to know that Isis loves evening gowns based on what you walked into in the workroom? In? I would yeah, literally was... be like, I'm not, I'm not about to like clock you as the classic evening gown girl. Exactly. I'm about to clock you as the like, oh, she's going to make some weird shape and do some weird things and put some places in weird places. Now, Ocean shows off her goods. She has a story. It's all red. Initially, the idea was to come up with a wonderful garment. With her knee hurting, she is going to adapt and make it a comedic look and make her costume completely silly. What does that have to do with her knee? Why can't they send her to the doctor? Because that's not a good storyline. Well, she's a human being that is injured. Oh, yeah. my lord. I'm, I'm, 
So I'm sure the medic looked at her and said, it's fine. Just the way they looked at Victoria Scone and said, you're fine too. They made that poor girl stay longer than she needed to. They really love making those big girls do things that are unnecessary. Oh, poor girls. Um, Beth is stressed. She didn't think she'd be worried about a sewing challenge, but she didn't plan on unconventional materials. Bitch, do you watch this show? Do you know what, what the hell did you think you were? Do you think you were going to be sewing, um, sewing off the fabric wall on episode one? Do you think they were going to oh, be like, "Hi, please bring us your most, your most well tailored full uh, spandex suit or spandex bodysuit um, that has been that that looks like every other thing you've worn ever? Please, yes, yeah, make that a drag race. The fuck, but. She is planning on doing a mermaid dress out of an umbrella bottom uh, or top, and Pythia thinks uh, Beth should be scared. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie is not, in fact, drawing dicks on her paper. No, no, they are feathers from the event poster. It's going to be glued onto a corset, and Eve, who is just a fucking shitster, is pushing her buttons and reminds her that queens get red for doing that. And Stephanie says, if it looks good, then I won't get red. Stephanie's a uh, little firecracker. Stephanie was like, come for me, bitch. You want to step up, step up to my station. Throw me in. Now, Suki, Sukadol, she says she's going to dye her fur and drape it and make it structured eleganza, and under that will be a very Azadine Ali Abadi. I don't know what that means, but apparently it's a designer. The more you know, but it's also going to be mesh and metallic, but she hasn't planned to fabric yet. One, where do they dye materials in Drag Race? I, the, the, the toilet? I don't know. Where, where, where are you going to dye something, bitch? The hotel sink? Does she bring dye with her? Man, she's probably back in the hotel room, like steaming sumac berries and... <laughs> So Eve sewed one dress for this competition. Uh, they felt very good about designing as they have designed everything they wear. They just have never actually like sewn a full garment themselves. Have you sewn a garment yet? Have I sewn a garment? Yeah. Have you made a dress? I don't, mm, I don't think I've made a full dress. I've sewn things together. Don't you have a pageant coming up that you need a, a gown for? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> I don't know. We'll ask Desiree Dick soon. I don't even know if the host knows. I'll send a message to the, I'll send a message to the group chat like November or something. Are we still doing Gia, this? <laughs> yeah, Gia looks around at the amazing concepts with big statement pieces. She's intimidated a little bit. Isis is feeling really good and going full fringe with tickets. Adriana is very pink in life, so she's going really gay and Latina. And the two of them bond because um, they are Latina sisters. Adriana is uh, Colombian and Isis is El Salvadorian. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that moment. But Isis, we learned, has a partner for five years and he is an ER nurse. But not to be outdone, Adriana has a doctor. Does she or was she just fooling? I, she's her doctor is at home with Alexis Mateo's military boyfriend, and they are kikiing over a glass of coffee, waiting for their girls to come home from the race. I actually can't tell if Adriana is hilarious or not, but she she is giving me good TV. Oh, I think she's 
I think it's hilarious. It is, a, it is a new day, and Ocean waddles in way behind the others. She is stressed out because her knee hurts, but she is not the Eureka of the season. No, no, she's not leaving, bitch. So she says, "Now we'll see what happens." Girl, next I was week. like. Gia says this challenge is not just about what you made, but how you sell it. She believes she can put on something ugly, walk out on the runway, and she's a star. Concept and runway presentation. Gia loves herself, doesn't she? Yeah. Which I think Gia's is very one of those important. People, it is very important, but Gia is one of those people that I don't think I would get along with. <clears throat> I admire her as a drag artist, but I don't know if I'd get along with her. So uh, very much, I mean, this is, again, me getting an opinion off of one episode of TV, but it very much seems like she is, like, she's well-practiced at being, like, I am the shit, and I am the most, like, I am the most, I'm the prettiest thing in the room, I'm the most gorgeous thing in the room, like, which is very good for drag. However, there you have to, like, then temper that with, like, being able to listen to people and be, like, giving you constructive criticism, and it very much seems like she would be the type of person who would hear a friend be like, I don't think this is cute because blah, blah, blah. And she'd be like, so you've, you've always hated me. So yeah. you just, you think my drag is stupid. And it's like, like no girl, just, just take one breath, please. Just one. <laughs> That's true. Well, the energy is buzzing. The stakes are high and no one wants to go home. Isis, we learned, is really slow at makeup. She is silencing the noise from the other girls. She hopes she'll be on time. Uh, you are notorious for slow makeup too, aren't you? I don't necessarily move very quickly when it, in when i need to be in uh full drags it is um it is a it is a work in progress we're getting who there. do you think paints faster you kimura hall or isis couture uh well we can probably have a very fun time figuring out <laughs> um, it would probably just end with none of us in drag honestly yeah probably <laughs> Beth and Cynthia chat about being around sisters. Beth is like, it's cool being around you and Gia and Kendall, even though I'm not part of your skinny girl group. What is your girl group that you have with Tony called? Do we have a group? Yeah. Do we have a name? Yeah. I don't, what is it? I don't know if we've settled on a name. We're just, you know, sisters. We're just, this is family. This isn't our clique. Oh, okay. I see. I see. <laughs> So Beth says she moved to Vancouver in 2017 and seeing Brack Pack Thursday was what she wanted to do. She is nervous. She's overwhelmed. Doing drag takes a ton of confidence and also the world is around. Duh. I, I can't get over the fact that I just referred to Tony and I love this family and not a clique. Yeah, you're, you're the fucking biggest clique I've but ever met. She's my but like we're still, it's a sister clique. It is. It's true. <laughs> Kendall um, notes that go ahead, go ahead. What were we gonna say? <laughs> um, no, I was, I was gonna, I was <laughs> Well, Kendall notes that Beth can be hard on herself at times, having been around her in a competition setting before. She hopes that she will push through and trust herself. And then we see there's a picture on the mirror, and we learn that this is a photo of Kamora and her son. Story time. His name is Quincy. I love yes. when they have kids. Right, he is 17 years old, uh, which means she had him when she was also 17 because she is 34. Mm -hmm. um, being a father is one of the most important things in his life. Uh, he tries to be the dad he didn't have. Quincy did have two gay dads while Kamara had a partner for 10 years and they raised him together. He knows Kamara does drag and he loves her for it. 
He's never been embarrassed by your sexuality or walking in the mall in a onesie. Have you ever walked in a mall in a onesie? Uh, not in a mall, no. Um, no, not up in Rochester? Um, I think I've done it in a Target um, once or twice. It's almost the same thing. Yeah, they, um, sometimes they're in malls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Kamora, having a kid, how does that change things at all? Anything? No, storyline. I mean, yeah, but also that's for a drag queen to have a kid that's like that's some good that's some good baggage to carry into reality tv i'm just it is very true um so so i've been shitting on ocean a lot but are you ready to continue it are you ready this poor woman busts her knee just to Uh have the locals rip her apart. <laughs> Adriana and her blunt self is going to tell Oceana that Did her makeup has changed. Yeah, her yeah, she blunt. Uh, she's going to tell her that her makeup has changed since she first saw her do drag. Ocean reveals that when she does her makeup, she doesn't see anything because she doesn't wear contacts. This was a gag. What the fuck? So I was she, like. Completely blind in the mirror. So how does she do it? She says it's like a map on her face. She puts her brush at the corner of her eye to know where to start her lines. This is a future extermination challenge if I've ever seen one. Um, What the fuck is this? It makes sense because her makeup's not great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, as soon as she said it, I was like, thank God you can't see. Because if you were doing this and you could see, I would have way different questions. So um, is she, can she just not wear contacts? Like, what what is that about? So I bet, well, w- with her uh, with her vision being that bad, I bet those contacts are thick as hell. That's fair. And, That's to, fair. and to, like, try and fuck around with, like, you can't wear powders and, and creams and all that stuff, like, it, while you're also, like, going like this. Yeah, like moving your um, face all around. I'm sure she did it once and was like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna do it blind." It's just funny because I'm like, "How do you perform? Like, do you not see your audience? Like, what, what is happening?" But Ocean will say they that all hold lights. Is... They all hold lights. They <laughs> <laughs> just like around her, and she knows not to go past the lights. She's gonna say that makeup <laughs> is not as important for her as a great performance on stage. And that is the delusion the editors are looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I think, like, if you're going to walk out with, like, busted makeup, you have to have the, like, bit backstage where you're going, I don't know what my makeup was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go over to the runway. Here's how we're doing things this time around. Amanda and Brad both walk the runway individually, then Caitlin, and finally Brooklyn. Wow, she is the new Rue. Ms. RuPaul let her do it. You got to pay one season of dues. Brooklyn will give the introduction. Do we think this is going to be the new go-to or are we going to get a rotation every week? I think that I would hope that they let the woman who sits down for hours to get into the full (laughs) drags do the runway last every time. Imagine if RuPaul walked the runway and then Graham Norton was like, and tonight on RuPaul's Drag Race UK, bitch. Um, also, did you notice how she does the RuPaul arm lift, but with her own flair? What do you mean her own flair? She was like, she what, does like a little, arm... little like her no, little magician, like, a... like 
she no, she brings it under and up. She doesn't just go up. She brings it under and up. She went like. It's different. All I'm saying is it's different. Also, the way she addresses the camera, it's not straight on. She's on an angle. She got um, be different than Rue. I was so confused as to like, I could not tell where anything in that room actually is. Same. She was like basically talking to the judges over her shoulder. Like <laughs> yeah. she looked like an owl with her head turned all the way around. Like, how you doing tonight, Amanda? And then cranes her neck back around to introduce the girls. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if you saw it, but um, H from Steps did like a behind the scenes tour of the RuPaul's Drag Race set when they did it for UK last week. Um, it's crazy how that set is set up. I didn't see it. I'll have to look. You'll have to go on his Instagram. He has it. And I was just like, this is mind blowing. They are so far away from the stage. I mean, I guess it makes sense in like that you have to have like clean, clear shots that aren't getting interrupted yeah. by the stage. But like right. Miss Brooklyn was like, I was literally like, where are these cameras? Where are the judges? Yeah. All right. Category is Hope Check Couture. In honor of the runway, we are going to play VIP or general admission. <laughs> Not general admission. All right. Pythia, first up. Um, this is a really strong garment. The neon is bold and fun. She pairs the cow print purse with the bow in her hair. I have to ask it though. It looked like this fabric was pulled from the fabric wall. Where are the coat check pieces? Are there enough? Um, wait, hold on. I'm pulling up the looks one second. I like I adore the gloves. I adore the scarf. It oh, she had the big thing. green, the neon. Yeah. Green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like what was where did that get pulled from? I think it's a strong, slightly campy, slightly fashionable look, and I expect to see more like this from Pathia this season. But I have to know this just looked like it was pulled from the wall. What was yeah. this? I don't know. Maybe it was like a maybe it was like a like a like a yeah, like exactly. coat, you know, like a like a night robe kind of thing. Okay, if it was, maybe you know, like easily like just like a little bit of tool, whatever. All right, fair. Um, that's fair. But. I also, I this was maybe it was just me. I thought it was very smart of her to like take it all the way down her legs because yeah. I would have turned it into a mini dress. I would have, and and Absolutely. I think that had it been a mini dress, it would have been way easier to read. Absolutely, uh, no. I think again, Pythia knows how to make looks, and this was a very good look. I'll give it a VIP. Also, um, how much time did she have backstage to do her makeup? Miss Thing had cow print on her eyeballs. She sure did. She they were like, did they give them extra time or is she just quick? <laughs> she must she must be quick. VIP uh, for me. VIP. I like it. Audience, 88% VIP, 12% general emission. Next up, Kendall Gender. I love how sexy she is. I really do like her. She is showing skin in all the right places. I think the balance of the leather and the fur really give it this naughty touch. The ears and the claws are giving you like sex kitten realness. Um, is it mind blowing? No. Is it safe? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I'll give it a VIP. Pardon me. Pardon me. Sorry. Yeah, VIP. Audience 65% VIP, 35% general admission. Adriana. Pink and orange are an excellent color combination. I think the statement is that hat. I do not love the bikini top, it's not greatly constructed. But again, I ask, where are the pieces that they pulled from the coat check? This looks like a lot of fabric to my eye. 
at the end of the day, it's playful. It's a good start of the season, but I want to know what she used because then we know we saw her cut fabric. So what were what was from Kochek? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I also like I don't know what what she made that hat out of because that bitch was floppy. It that looks bitch. like um Scarlet uh um. Scarlet Envy's entrance look. She was sad, she, it, but Scarlet had a little more structure to it. It did have structure. Whatever, it, whatever, uh, whatever she used for the hat, like base, I think she thought was gonna hold more when she yeah. was walking, but it was just like it like drooped over her face and looked like almost like dog ear. It was weird. Yeah, um, I think it was an okay look. I still liked it. I'll give it a VIP. I'll give it a VIP. Audience, 55% VIP, 45% general admission. Ocean Aqua Black. Um, give it up for concept. She knew she couldn't give a fierce walk, so she's going to stumble along. I think the campy nature of the look was a smart direction. She ties the terrible makeup into the drunkenness of the look. The solo cups are so stupid. Um, I think this is a case of presentation beats execution. Yeah. This... Had I seen it anywhere else, and had I not been given the background, I would have been like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Who is this? How did yeah. she go on the main stage? Um, like, had I, had I just, like, turned the episode on at that point, I would have been like, whoa, 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 we got to rewind. I can't yeah. keep watching this. I'm going to have too many questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for concept alone and how she pulled it off, I will I will give her a VIP because I think it was well executed. Oh, especially for being like my knee is busted and I have to figure something out in 24 hours on the largest drag television show that exists. I'd be like, think of her. Yeah. Audience, 47% VIP, 53% general admission. Y'all hateful. <laughs> Yeah. Beth, was this as terrible as they said? I think it is very debatable, but is it good? No. Uh, the corset piece is very strong. The mermaid flare on the bottom is very weak and bland. She needed a sparkle to make it really special. But for me, what kills this look is that thirsty ass wig. I sincerely think a better wig might have helped it. And you cannot I... look at this and think couture with that hair and that black why eye. She, why did she not grab an updo? I don't you know. You know, she brought them. And instead, yeah. she went to the sealed Ziploc bag at the bottom of her suitcase, pulled out that whatever it is, gave it four good shakes, threw it on the threw it on her head, and walked on the runway. Like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a good like that's a good wig to have in the sense of like I'm gonna throw it in my bag so I have another wig. So like, yeah. if I need to throw a slap something on my head, I have it. But like. You know she brought up dues. Why did she not grab an up do? It would have yeah. It just like ruined the shape of that outfit. I agree. Brad loves that she used solo cups and not only cut them to make the gorgeous detail, but then made them black. He says her creativity is there, but wanted more drama. He says the top half is her, the bottom half is her stinking thinking. Caitlin says the corset tree is amazing, but it stops at the bottom. Amanda says they didn't have confidence when she was walking. Brooklyn says the presentation on the runway means so much. Beth says that she was overwhelmed and ate into her time. Not a good look. Not a good start. General admission. Yeah. I mean, so I also think that, like, I agree with what pretty much everyone has said and that she had a really good idea with, like, the 
solo cup stuff on the top, which I mean, yeah. like, where they can they just ask for Kansas spray paint? Apparently, can they just be like, I want black. Apparently, um, but one, I don't. I th- I wish she had not made them black. I almost like if because of the rest of the outfit, like because it is so blue. I wish she had almost been like a different color to like focus the eyes on that texture and keep it yeah. all way. Um, and then the wig was just unforgettable. It was terrible. The audience was 24% VIP, 76% general admission. All right, next up, we got Suki Doll. I love this color. It is utter perfection, editorial, execution of the dress is well done. It's vintage, it's fashion. She pairs it perfectly with the hair and her beat. The hair piece and the fur may be the only pieces she pulled for the challenge, but apparently if you look this good, it doesn't matter much. Right. Um, oh, and she almost face planted. Um, the... <laughs> I thought she was going down. I yeah. was convinced. So did I. I was convinced. What did you think of the look? I mean, I thought it was that color is like beautiful, gorgeous. I think um, I was seeing that hair. I was like, is this going to be the Suki doll hair of like corded, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like very, very like geometric not geometric ah. geometric of that like you know like kind of like taking those long cords of hair and sculpting them over the wig and everything like it was very similar to her entrance look of like sure. the big structure medusa thing and so i was kind of like i'm already over this like weird little like squiggly on the head thing for everything however that color is gorgeous and so she knew what she was doing when she constructed it yep Brooklyn says it has 1920s vibe, but she did not use a lot from the coat check closet, but she did what she did use was used well. Amanda loves it. She wants to rip it off her body and wear it for her next premiere. Suki says all she had in her mind was Brad, and she hopes that she made him proud. He says the fashion was well received by him. Just make sure to learn how the fabric moves. Mm-hmm. Suki says what? she was sabotaged by Brooklyn because she looks so snatched and dazzling, and she couldn't walk properly. I was also like, that's like that's a that's a like haha way of being like i finished this garment and y'all gave me 37 seconds to be here (laughs) yeah uh no i thought this was incredible vip for me for sure oh yeah audience 78 percent vip 22 percent general mission eve 6000 um so she's going for 1940s vintage pinup i see the goal but the execution was dismal um, the cut of the dress is horrendous. I don't know if she ran out of fabric or really underestimated where the dress was going to ride up. I think the sash could have been a moment if it didn't get lost in the darkness of the garment. The earrings are bold and the hand- headkerchief is sold the story, but this is a design challenge and the dress was a big miss. Yeah, I think very specifically, it was like when she turned the corner, I was like, you haven't, t- you have not taken any steps down the runway. This is already too short. By the time you take your steps all the way down, go do your left, your right, your middle, your back, that dress is going to be underneath your titties. Yeah. Um, And sure enough, it was just cooch the whole time. It sure was. Brad is getting the old Hollywood glamour, but it's missing polish. The waist is beautiful, but the hemline is unfinished and too short. Amanda says they are funny and charming, but her problem is the execution and says it's not enough. Brooklyn loves a drape, a rouge, and ruffle, but she can't see it. She wishes that they took a different material for the underneath thing to see the beautiful moment. 
Um, this was bad. This was really bad. Not the worst thing, but it was bad. General mission. Yeah, it was it was rough. General mission. The audience, five percent VIP, ninety-five percent oh. general mission. <laughs> the gale. Okay, Stephanie Prince. She is the only one who successfully pulled off unconventional material and made it look incredible. I think the structure of the dress is perfect on her body. The placement of the pink feathers works well with their shape. Normally, I wouldn't be here for a pink bob, but this was the right choice for this look. The chandelier, ne chandelier necklace is very understated, but a good transformation. It is fun. It is playful. And what a design challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race is meant to be. She looks like a popsicle wrapper, like on the like on an ice cream truck that I'm like, that's the one I want. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what it tastes like, but I want that one. Yeah, it was so well like, done. It, it it pulled my eye. The like the like the almost like electric pink versus the baby blue was like the sky blue. Oh, it was just very 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 smart. Brad calls it Mary Katazoo design and says it was incredibly smart to leave her legs visible. Amanda cannot believe she completed it in the amount of time they were given. She calls the entire look cohesive. Brooklyn says it's chef's kiss. She says the posters look like a pattern and not writing. VIP for me, one of the best of the night. Mm -hmm. I I would not have been surprised had she won. I agree. The audience, 98% VIP, 2% general admission. What 2%? Who know, are right? you? Who are you? Yeah, metric. Um, you got to give it to the girl. She's got enough confidence and love for herself for the entire cast. She completely misunderstood the assignment. This is not red carpet at all. As far as the design, I think I see Gia within it, but there is no couture. The hair is super fun, but we got to talk about that meaty tuck. It is meaty. And if it's not the tuck we're seeing, well, then that is how the pant leg is riding up and we just see her fucking camel toe. Oh, did her pant? I was, I was staring at the bulge the whole time. Yeah, it was. I mean, um, I was happy with it. Not from like yeah. a drag perspective, but from a, you know. Yeah, yeah. A gay man perspective. It was, I love it when it's a little bally. Yeah. What 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 is it about geometric? That hair is perfect red carpet hair for a guy. Yeah. Not for cut up forever 21 jeggings and some sheer vaguely kind of moving tool that it love the hair. Yeah, the hair's great. I really, I can't say enough about the hair. Do you have hair like that? You need hair like that. I, I've been saying that I want that. I want, I literally want that wig. Like the, the like Gaga cheek to cheek Italian curls era. Like that's the wig that I want. And basically go, go, go call Acacia forgot. She can do it for you. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. Amanda says she worked at the runway and she is fun to watch. Her issue is it doesn't say eleganza. Brad says the look didn't fully come together and it doesn't fit the criteria. Brooklyn loves her energy and she didn't understand the assignment. Uh, whoever, this was, I'm, I yeah. just found this picture of her like outfit on Instagram and whoever screenshotted this on this Instagram account made sure to find the meatiest tuck that right? she was displaying because this it is was, dramatic. It was, it's, there's a lot there. Um, it's a general admission. It's not good. Miss thing is, she, I hope she has pre-sale tickets for the general admission. Because ah. I don't think there's going to be any left at the door. No. I, the audience. I can see yeah. why you would miss the red carpet bit. They told you 40 million other things. 
However, the 11 other girls in that room should have been like, exactly. where are you going? And you, and you, and you have your sisters there. You have your Brat Pack people. They couldn't tell you, like, girl, what are you doing? Those bitches are so, so wrong for that. I the audience... Episode and it's just like you two, you two right now. We got to talk. Let's go. Cameras, come on, yeah. come with us. All right, audience. Twenty four percent VIP, seventy six percent general admission. Twenty four percent of you said that was a VIP. What VIP are you in? The Red Lobster. ISIS. Yeah, probably. ISIS Couture. This shouldn't work, but it does. The movement of the ticket subs give this look such whimsy. The red and black of the coat look very fashion. And come on, berets are so fashionable. I think the sunglasses were a great addition, but yes, she needed to remove them once she hit the edge of the stage. And uh, you know what? Again, this is how you do design challenge, right? It. I love all of it. I love every bit of it, especially because I like, see you she wearing talked that. about. Oh yes. Oh, I would one hundred percent wear this outfit. Um, I I love a storyline on Drag like, Drag Race where the girl's in the workroom and she's got some like weird fucking thing she's trying to do. And all the other girls are kind of like, I'm glad she's doing that because that means she's going to be in the bottom. Like all the other girls are kind of like, do you think that's going to work? And she's like, yeah, why wouldn't it work? Like she's, she's sitting there like, I've done this, I've done, I've made things before. Like y'all got things to worry about. Go over there and focus on yourself. <laughs> then she yeah. walks out. Um, you know what I love the most what do you love? about this outfit? The pocket over the tickets. Yeah. The pocket over the tickets was just like, Ah, sold it. It was a great look. It was already so good. And then I was just like, she was standing there and she was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Ah, I'm going to put a pocket right there. So good. So good. Brad says she lived up to her name and elevated the shit out of the challenge. Amanda says she is so special. Brooklyn asks her to take off the glasses and Isis says she's not the only pretty bitch here. Brooklyn says she didn't come to play. She wishes the mini dress side was a little higher. And then she pulls it up and it was funny. She made a moment out of it. When 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 they said that she lived up to her name, I was really confused because I was like, Isis? Ice blue? She wearing red. And then I remember her last name. Yeah. Um, this is a VIP. A plus. Oh, this is this is this is who I'm in the VIP to see. This is she's she did that very well. Well, 93% agree with you, 7% general admission. Go for them, as they should. More and more. I was like, I know there's a look we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, no, this should have this this should have been in the bottom. It looks like Jimbo's party favor gown, and we know how controversial that was. Um, you got to give her praise for using all unconventional materials, but where's the body? She has a big glob of paper goods. It's a big mess for me. I cannot find anything redeeming about it, and this literally is why Veronica Green was eliminated. If the most narrow part of your garment is still wider than your shoulders, start over. Do something how else. She, take how take was she two safe? and to your titties and walk out on the runway. Like, how was she safe? What the fuck is she wearing? It's, it's, oh God. It's, it's hilarious because it's the same colors as, as Stephanie Prince. It's the yeah. same pink and blue with like other colors mixed in, obviously. And I'm like, Stephanie took this color palette and made this like very like runway ready, like head to toe polished look. And you 
have turned yourself into a replaceable part of the car wash. Yeah. It's uh, just this what's this should have been there? the bottom. I don't know. Why is it like why is it a little camo underneath? I'm just it's oh. terrible. It is so bad. Um, I there's nothing redeeming about it. It is an absolute general admission. No way, Jose. Yeah, no, it's not cute. Audience 16% VIP, 84% general admission. And guess what? There's one more to go. We still have one more look to go, and it's Cynthia Kiss. She looks beautiful. Gold is the right color, right color for her. But where are the materials? This looks like it just came from the fabric wall. Or maybe I'm missing something for what she used because we didn't get to see her at all during this episode. Oh. Um, as far as execution, she looks impeccable. The garment was impeccable, and I think it fits her well. But at the end of the day, it's incredibly safe. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was like... Uh stuff that was left in the coat check and kind left this in the coat check last year um and so she actually <laughs> just grabbed it and then took the balls off and walked down the runway um oh my god she was very funny. fortunate she's very fortunate that kind was kind enough to leave it um yeah very she very, was able to pick kind. it up um it's vip she looked good but i just didn't i i, I needed more I mean, I, I'm sure it's cute. I don't know that I would be able to construct this myself. However, I think had I Fair. constructed it myself, I would be like, it looks like I bought this off Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which, like, I um, guess if you only, if, you, if you're trying to make something and you're just like, I gotta, I gotta start to make something tomorrow. <laughs> what else to make? It's true. Well, the audience for this one, 76% VIP, 24% general admission. Based on their premiere party eleganza, Pythia, Kendall, Adriana, Ocean, Kimora, and Cynthia are safe, which leaves Beth, Suki, Eve, Stephanie, Gia, and Isis as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? I feel like... Wait, was... Wait, was Kimora safe? Kimora was safe. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one that I was like... Yeah. Which, at the end of the day... I think I probably like I don't know who like I guess I probably would have put her in the bottom over Eve mostly because like Eve at least like I got what she was going for and she just like sure. it was like it was just three inches too short you know like three more inches on that garment and I she probably would have been way more safe than she actually was but um the fact that they the fact that what Anastasia made on the first episode of Canada season one was safe and this is also safe. <laughs> yeah, nothing right. is real. Nothing is real. And nothing matters. <laughs> so the girls will go backstage and Gia thinks she'll be lip syncing. And Eve is like, no, you're not. She is like, I'm also <laughs> in the bottom. And everyone gasps. As Cynthia says, read the room, my dear. What? Oh my God. Eve, stop. Shut up. <laughs> now this is where, this is where I know I'm on TV turns for the worse because you've now convinced yourself that you're the only one on tv and yet you are not the only one in the precarious position <laughs> she literally is like i am the star of this show she which i will say if there was anyone that was the main character of episode one probably it's you. true she was definitely there um yeah it was definitely a kind moment i was like Oh, you're you're trying to be the the yeah. Sister. It was you're very to make like, a moment. It was. I honestly think perhaps she thought she was going to go home, so she wanted to have her fifteen seconds of fame. I also wonder if, right, like there's 
the 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 room that the runway is in is not the same always the same room that untucked happens in and there is a walk between them that i'm sure producers could have easily been like oh are you feeling good girl you know like are you sure yeah. like is there anything we need to do like just to like get her in that mindset of like why are they fucking talking to me like why are they yeah. you know like all that stuff and for her to easily walk in the workroom and be like it's my time <laughs> yeah well gia believes that both eve and beth met the challenge in the judge's eyes while she did not and Isis is feeling surprised. She doubts herself a lot. And it's nice to hear compliments from other people and a, a yes instead of a no. Beth tells OCN that it's not a great look, but she knows she sold it on the runway and she knows that was what was going for her. That was her main critique because they didn't see the confidence in her face. Does she feel confident? Kendall just made her cry. Kamara tells her that there are bitches who have, would have cut for the spot, but be proud she made it there. Would you cut someone for a spot on Drag Race? I'd cut a bitch for an extra piece of pizza. That's true. Beth says she lip syncs. It's what she does. She's scared. She has so much more to prove. She can do it if she survives this week. Can we, as, as a community of drag queens, drag kings, drag things, drag entertainers, can we, as a group, all collectively decide to stop saying it's what I do when a lip sync is about to start? Mary, it's what no, we all do. No, not in England. Mary. Charlie Hyde. Charlie Hyde. Charlie Hyde. She is in Canada. All right. This side of the this side of the fucking pond. I'm so tired of watching a girl get ready for a lip sync and she goes, This is what I do. Bitch, it's what I do too. I'd probably get sent home though. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's what we all do <laughs> the judges have decided that isis couture is the winner of the week she wins an amazing home entertainment package valued at five thousand dollars from the source oh Can she I didn't have, have it to lip sync against someone to get the win and then fuck up her oh, knee no, sorry that's the wrong country uh no it's, it's very confusing because we had that storyline in this episode too so i understand where your confusion came like, from Anyway, Suki, Stephanie, and Eve are safe, leaving Beth and Gia as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think oh, it's this group especially with the Vancouver, right? Like, yeah. I think so Eve is shocked, and she made sure that everyone knew she is crying. <laughs> and I have to believe the editors amped up the sound level. Like, they oh. had her mic, and they're like, Vroop! They... They gave her the most hateful, like, rude. They said, we're going to take everyone's mic and we're going to put them in point two. And Beth, we're going to max out. We're going to blow a speaker with her crying. Oh, my God. That, um, I will say she did a good, she did actually do very, 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 um, a very good deed. And, and which was, she made the world aware of the fact that they don't give those girls steps. Yes, um, she does fall down the stairs. Um, what a moment. There's no what steps. a fucking moment. She doesn't fall down the stairs because there are no stairs. There, there's it's like a one a little step. It's a ledge, uh -huh. okay, fine. But That's Gia and Beth are not too happy about the howling from Eve. And as Can you says, imagine? She knows she's a theater queen and she put on a good show. Do it for the cameras. Can you imagine you're standing there like literally in the worst moment of your drag career and this girl is back there just <laughs> pumping so out the tears funny. for the camera. 
The song they're going to lip sync to is Man Eater by Nelly Furtado. Interesting choice. Yeah, um, especially after, wasn't the first lip sync last year fucking Carly Rae? Yep. Because I really like you. I Now, don't get me wrong. I love Nelly Furtado. I just don't know the Man Eater is the song I would have picked. Yeah, I agree. Like, Promiscuous is right there. So I knew the second the song was announced that Gia had it in the bag. Yeah. It's upbeat. She's a dancer. And Beth is stuck in a mermaid dress. Bitch, it's done. I will say Gia is a very dynamic entertainer, entertainer and you can't help but put all eyes on her. To Beth's credit, she made sure she was front and center anytime she got the chance to be in front of uh, Gia, which is a very good aggressive move on a lip sync. She said, I, she said, I know how you can stop looking at this toothpick. Yep. Now, to say this bluntly, she has fucking top ranks. And we all see it is boy body. And I got to say, it was very distracted. So she must have, I don't the producers must have given her something. She must have, like, listened to the Candy School, the Candy Muse, like, Instagram Live School. But I thought it was very funny that she was trying to, like, that she decided to design an outfit for herself that had about half a square inch of fabric over her titties and then in the middle of the lip sync was scrambling to try and cover her titties yep it's like she was like oh they're not gonna put me on tv if my tits are out i was like you're not you're not saving it your your little spaghetti straps that you took down to your pooch are falling (laughs) yeah and that like it is boy body like very good body very nice to look at yeah yeah but oof did Beth give up or did she know she had no chance? I mean, she was literally humping the floor. For a very long time. Yeah. I also forget that they give you the full song on Canada. I also oh, forget. You get the, so uh, the, like, I think, it, I can't remember which one it was, but I read somewhere. It was like the Canada lip syncs on average are like 30 seconds longer than any of the other franchise. Damn. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, New to this season, there is no card passing to decide who goes home. I was wondering. Do we what think happened. it's because of the partitions or what? Because all we get are head nods. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that they implied that these drag that these judges like telepathically were like, oh, "We're in right." Yes, we are. It was so time stupid. for me to announce. I was like, "Girl." In the end, Gia stays. Beth goes. We're down to three Vancouver queens. Um, it was an honor sharing the stage with all of them, and she hopes they have the Beth time ever. And no one's tits will look as good as hers. Beth is gone. I will say kudos to her for not writing a mirror message, but just smearing lip sync, lipstick. Um, she's simply Beth. She's better than all the ref. <laughs> Wait, didn't she just take the whole stick of lipstick and- she went, um, have fun, Gia. Tony, Tony and I have said this multiple times, but um, we want someone to make a super cut of just all of like of the queens that have to clean up after the other ones. And this like comparing the girls who put like three good arm strokes into it. And they're like, yeah, the PAs can get those after that. Versus <laughs> the girls who like will take the Windex bottle and like scrub out every last stain. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got burning questions to wrap up this podcast. You ready? Hit me. What will Beth's legacy be, and will it get better for her? Um, probably, um, 
being a girl with a uh, short name that no one remembers. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sure we'll get better for her because uh, it can't really get worse. It's true. Now, will OCN join the knee club and have to be removed from the competition? That, that, that's the only way that this gets edited, right? It's episode one, they hurt themselves. Episode two, they kind of try and figure shit out. And episode three, they go home, right? <laughs> yep, it's the international season. Hi. It's a live singing musical next week. Who's in danger? Why do they got to make them sing live? It's never cute. It's never fun. No, it's not. It's not, it does not make it more enjoyable for me as an audience member. Nope. Um, I can't wait for you to sing on Drag Race. <laughs> um, I hope they give me like the, the Gaga unauthorized musical. Yeah, that, then you'd be okay. You'd be fine there. But who's in danger? Who do you, who do you see as uh, in trouble? Well, I mean, I can't see Ozean walking or singing well, um, so that's got to be rough. She can't do two things at once to begin with, so God forbid she has a bad knee. Um, also, I'm very excited to see uh, what the singing capabilities of the like Twink troop from Vancouver is. Um, yeah. <laughs> very excited to see if they're like, like, trained across the border if they're like we look very pretty and we are very bratty and we do nothing else <laughs> yep that's my that's my question well this is actually very difficult for me after one episode but i'm gonna ask you anyway after one episode the winner of the season is who um i am going to say i this is there are a few people that stand out for me Kendall gender stands out I feel like she's very yep. very strong very confident in what she's doing and I feel like that's a very good place to come from Pathia mm-hmm. is a weird kooky girl and Drag Race loves their weird kooky girls so that's yep. um and then uh who the hell was the third one who the fuck was it um oh Suki Suki's looks are just um, I'm gonna go team Pathia just to keep it keep it in the peas, but yeah. I I think Kendall is had really a lot of screen time for someone who wasn't a big part of the episode, yeah, uh, which makes me think um she could go far. I think Isis is a contender as well because you could oh, have yeah, I should underdog. have put Isis in there, yeah. Um and no, I think you're right with Pathia. I think there is something very special about them and I think it's just going to be a matter of are they going to accept her when she gets a little kookier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we know yeah. what happened with Jimbo. Yeah, but the thing is, but this is also like the season after Jimbo, so they very well might want to be like, oh, Justice we'll give the kooky girl fun. Like, we'll give the kooky girl all the stuff this time. Mm, you know? Yeah. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on uh Instagram at Scout Sonner, Scout, just like the word Scout, Sonner, S-O-N-N-E-R. My Venmo is the same. Um, there, I, there's, I filmed um, part of a project uh, months ago that I have yet to see the, the result for. So maybe when that gets posted to YouTube, I'll be able to share more information about it. But that's, that's not, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, if you're ever in DC, you know, hit me up. Um, 
And uh, I am booked once uh, for the Saturday after Thanksgiving right now. <laughs> there you go. Book her, please, people. Saying, so please book me. <laughs> well, I'm it moved was and so the drag is almost fun. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, it's so much fun chatting with you. And I'm sure we got like, what, 50 more seasons before 2021 ends? So we'll oh, do it again. We got, we got so many. The biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.